All right, Kevin, we uh, opened up the show talking a little bit about the R. Kelly uh, second arrest. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, R. Kelly song? Uh, I mean, yeah, um, you know me, Ignition. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, right. Classic, yeah. yeah. That's not the one you sent me, though. You sent <laughs> me Cookie Monster. I really did. I, really, I wouldn't know Cookie Monster if I heard it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I got the email, man. All right. Uh, the parents of Jocelyn uh, Savage, one of R. Kelly's alleged victims, are desperate to get in touch with her and take care of her and say they won't feel any sort of relief until they do. Tim and Jocelyn and Jonjolin tell TMZ Kelly's latest arrest on federal sex crimes and racketeering hasn't made them feel vindicated because they're focused on finding their daughter and so far have been unsuccessful. The parents say they were in Chicago recently and went to cops uh, and to Kelly's Trump Tower residence to do a welfare check on Jocelyn, but she wasn't there anymore. They have no idea where she is. Hold up, R. Kelly. I am not one of your groupies. I know you didn't even try to play me like that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, man, that's some live action. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One girl says, listen, R. Kelly. Yeah, they go. They gonna be subpoenaing those tapes <laughs> at the trial. You better burn every. You better burn those masters, a Cookie Monster. Uh, judge, we'd like to submit Cookie Monster as Exhibit A. Hey man, <laughs> I don't even know what song this is. Go ahead. Uh, as was reported, federal prosecutors want to keep Kelly behind bars until his trial, and I think, I don't think there's any bail on this one. Not not with the federal charges. You can get federal bail, but I I think that they're going to say. Any good look. Okay, first of all, my client is um, famous. He can't go anywhere. He can't run. He can't hide. He can't even work. We just put him on house arrest, let him come home, and then we'll we'll show up to court. That's that's what I would say. Like he's not a threat. Uh, I don't think he's a threat. Not I mean, at this point, clearly, he's not yeah, a threat. Clearly, he can't leave the country without being flagged. I mean, all they have to do is you know put him on a checklist. He's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, but. I mean, this now was the third arrest. How many chances do you get to get out on bail? As many as you can? Well, yeah, you know, there's not, they don't track your bail history. <laughs> and he was acquitted on the last, you know, so, like, you can't just do that. Uh, I know he's bankrupt, so you think he has enough money, even well, if they make, like, a million dollars. Sell that Trump Tower apartment. It, uh. R. Kelly's not broke like you think. Yeah. Because he still has an army of security guards in all of these pictures. He still has his publicist. He has his crisis manager. Yeah, but he they, has uh, lawyers. They may be hanging out with him to hoping to get paid on the back end. You know what What's I mean? The back end. The of back, this? Well, his new, new, new his, his new next album. album. <laughs> yeah, his next album. <laughs> the comeback. It, who's gonna support him after this? He's done, man. If he's exonerated, there's no new track. There's no exoneration, man. <laughs> okay. It's not. All right. This ends poorly. Uh, uh, Miley Cyrus revealed in the new interview that she's wa- waiting to have children until climate change is resolved. Come on. I know. I know. The 26-year-old <laughs> pop singer told Elle magazine that her and her new husband, Liam Hemsworth, aren't having children until they're comfortable knowing that they will live on an earth with fish in the water. We, these celebrities have to stop. They really yeah. do with these proclamations. Until climate change is... What? That's never going to happen, really. Uh, uh, nature's female, says Cyrus. When she's angry, don't F with her. That's the way I feel women are like right now. The earth is angry. Uh, the earth always been angry. She's yeah. just getting in the news to hate on her daddy because he got a hit with a little Nas X right now. I mean, let him do his nothing. thing. <laughs> well, actually, I will say this. Not a big Miley Cyrus fan. However... 
She is in the third episode of, of, of season five of Black Mirror on Netflix. Right. And I didn't know she can act. Remember, she, she is was, really good. She was Hannah Montana in Disney, though. She was Yeah, like that's counts. what I know about. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about no damn yeah. Hannah, Ma- Hannah, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Hannah Montana's a rap song. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Yeah, that's all I know about her. But, okay, well, now I'm, I feel stupid because, yes, yeah, she can act. Yeah, yeah. But no. she was really good. Yeah, yeah, no, so she's always been acting. Though. Okay, but yeah. I didn't know. She she should do the acting more. She acted first before she started singing. She, she made. Yeah, she was a, a, a little kid, though. Yeah. yeah. Miss Cyrus said she's experiencing the same dilemma as many millennials who don't want to reproduce because we know that the earth can't handle it. And they're... Wasn't she just twerking two weeks ago? Uh, exactly. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. She was People like, having babies every day, Miley. Give it up. That's that's really that's really her saying, I'm not trying to have no babies. That's what she's trying to say. You're going to blame it on the earth? Nice try. Listen, I got no problem with it. I don't know that she needs thought, to reproduce. Oh, Billy Ray raised her belt. <laughs> uh, little C- Here's a nice little story for you, Kevin. Little Caesars hangs a sign on the door pan, after pan. catching homeless people eating scraps from dumpster. What do you think the, the sign said? Do not eat scraps. They, they're homeless people were eating scraps from the dumpster, and they hung a sign on the door. And they said, if you don't leave our scraps alone, we're going to call the police. <laughs> a Little Caesars restaurant in Fargo, North Dakota, is capturing hearts and feeding the hungry with a new pol- policy they posted with a sign in the window. This is the sign. To the person going through our trash for their next meal, you're a human being and worth more than a meal from a dumpster. Please come in during operating hours for a couple of slices of hot pizza and a cup of water at no charge. No questions asked. And then they'll be back in the dumpster the next day. A cup of water. That, that's what yeah. I was gonna say too. You can't give you can't give them a soda to wash down hot pizza with. I, How much that soda cost you, Little Caesars? I thought you were gonna say, and then the homeless person wrote on the side, "I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> a cup of water. I know. Listen, it's a it's a very sweet gesture, but I I think you're right. I think the homeless person probably. He, he doesn't want to go in there begging for food or asking for food. Yeah, it's probably easier for him just to go through the dumpster. Right, right. Yeah. and it's probably a better collection or a selection of pies. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know, what if you go in and go, yeah, let me get a couple of slices of meat lovers, and they go, nah, we're only giving y'all cheese. <laughs> that's all we got right now. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's all through high school, and one night closing the restaurant, I had to throw out throw out the trash, and I'm throwing out the bags that happen to have all of the food that expired. Not necessarily food from the trash can, food from the back of the kitchen where, you know, we closed. We threw away everything that was still there. I get out there, and I open up the, the garbage thing, and there's a guy standing in there, a homeless guy. And he says, and I throw the food in there. I threw it in there, and he goes into the bag, and he starts going through it. And I'm, I didn't say anything. I just looked at him. And then he turned around, and he said, he said, don't feel sorry for me. And then went right back into the bag. And I just looked at him. I was like a 16-year-old kid. I didn't know what to do. Right. And he was going at it. <laughs> I felt bad. So you know what I did? Like it was Christmas for him almost. I brought him a cup of water. Did you really? <laughs> you didn't bring him out of spray. What, what, what if you go to open the dumpster lid and a hand just reaches out and grabs Thank the you. bag and pulls it back in? Yeah. He's like, I got it from here. Well, let me ask you something. Would you, and then, the, and then the lid closes, would you go stay at the dumpster and open up the lid and look at it, or would you just back away slowly? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. I'm out of there. You know, as far as that goes, though, I mean... It's not a bad way to get some food if you at the right place at the right time. They throw away the food. There's a thing about 
the American culture and how much food we waste. And we Guilty. do th- we do throw away a lot of very eatable food. Can we side table that? Yes. Okay. Okay. All we'll right. Ta- the cooking and the wasting the food. All right. No, right. we have uh, another story from another fast food chain uh, that's doing good. Uh, this is uh, Dateline Severn, uh, Severn, Maryland. Uh, when a World War II veteran entered a Chick-fil-A uh, desperately seeking help with a flat tire, a restaurant manager jumped into action without hesitation and was unknowingly captured in pictures during the act of kindness. The manager, Daryl Howard, working the front line uh, when the veteran known as two employees as Mr. Lee entered the store shaking and almost in tears. Uh, he told employees he was driving on three tires, barely made it to the entrance of the restaurant, and as soon as he finished his sentence, Daryl informed him that he was going to help the gentleman right now. And they got him on camera right there, just helping that World War II veteran right there. Look oh, wow. Okay. I'm glad. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Nice. Chick-fil- ah, I, I was going to say, be glad he didn't have a rainbow sticker. <laughs> I'll stop it now. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, you know Chick-fil-A like that. I didn't say Chick-fil-A was uh, like that. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I got two stories that should scare you, Kevin. Florida man bitten by venomous snake outside of home. Dateline Pembroke Pembroke Pines, uh, a Florida man had to quickly find medical treatment after he was bitten by a snake that was hidden under a garden hose at his home. Uh, Police were called to wrangle a venomous snake from the Pembroke Pines home after the bite. Home surveillance video captured a moment when the man stepped outside and was bitten by a venomous cottonmouth snake. You know what those cottonmouths are? Yeah, I know all about it. Okay. First of all, I want to know. That's a big ass snake. That's a, that's a yeah. giant. I need to see your big ass water hose. <laughs> that was what I was thinking too. And is your water hose black? <laughs> yeah, right. How do you not see it? Well, this snake is thick, thick as your forearm. Okay, but say the hose is on the ground in a bundle in a jumble, and you go to you go to pick it up. I, I could see how conceivably the snake could be hidden beneath it. I'm just too snake conscious in general to pick up a snake. Now, one might sneak up on me and strike me, but I'm not going to get that close to one. If you are bitten, you want to get away from the animal as soon as possible. Uh, if you <laughs> That's uh, what uh, get away from Lieutenant him? Chris Corey <laughs> with the Venom 1 unit said. <laughs> get away. That's all the advice he has. Get well, away from he, him. He said he's, you should also try to sit or lie down with your injured part level with your heart. Do not use a tourniquet, any tight bandages or ice, and don't attempt to suck the venom out. I don't know about any of that advice, <laughs> you have to use the tourniquet. No, wait. If you suck, yeah, do, if you suck the venom out, doesn't it harm you too? Nah, you gotta spit it out. Yeah, but you still have that venom. But you if, know. if you just spit it out real quick, no, nah, I think that's like in the movies. No, you cut an X across the. Yeah, that's man, the don't movie. listen to that guy. Nah, nah, <laughs> you I'm cut an X across. I'm you do it all. You put the tourniquet. I, you do the sucking. Yeah, all the hell marys. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> keep your foot above your heart. All of that. Uh, okay. No, keep your foot low. <laughs> you want you want your your heart is here. Yeah. You want your you want the venom to stay down. No, there. you know oh. you want to keep it level with you. You want to no. lie down like if, the if man you let, said. If you raise your leg up, all the venom in your leg rushes up your leg <laughs> right up to your heart, bro. You you're dead. No, that's not true. That's you not you true learned this when you were a that's ranger, a forest ranger. News. Thank you for remembering. Yeah. I was a forest ranger. That's fake news. <laughs> no, I was. I was. Dateline Hastings, Minnesota. <laughs> I fought five. Uh, uh, second snake story. Residents in Hastings, Minnesota. A resident in a Hastings, Minnesota home rather 
awoke to a slithering surprise in their bathroom Monday morning. Wow. Jeffrey Fratup says he got a rude awakening around 4 a.m. when his son started screaming in the bathroom. I heard a ruckus, and he came out of the bathroom and yelled, Dad, there's a snake in your bathroom. Woo! And I was like, what? Uh, Fratup later called police uh, for several hours when officers arrived. The Fratups had corralled the snake inside the pillowcase. It was a huge bull snake. Y'all killing me with these snakes and pillowcases. Yeah. Big one. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I, that, I just would never. How would I ever encounter that? I just wouldn't. Uh, you would. No, I wouldn't. Uh, well, if you're I, in I'm Hastings, just, and you, how does that a snake that size get into your bathroom unnoticed? That yeah. is, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. That that's a big snake. I'm always afraid that if I leave my door open for a second, a snake gonna slide in. Well, it's a possibility. It's yeah. a I know, but I just. Oh man, I would never be the same again. I'd just be even even if it's non venomous. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. It could be a baby. <laughs> hey, seriously, if it was a baby, I'd be like, "There's got to be a bunch of these." Then where's the mama? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's y'all ain't scared of nothing like that. Just like uh, a, roaches. I don't like. Yeah. No, no, I'm scared of snakes. Like my water hose in the backyard. You know, you look. Oh, and then you go. Oh, that's just the water hose. Oh, you again. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Like all day. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no, no I'm, I'm good. Okay, I don't mess with uh, Fathers on the street justice is sometimes the best justice. Dayline, Philadelphia. A Philadelphia man was killed after police say he stole a car that had two small children inside. Mm. The incident happened on Thursday outside of a pizza restaurant. According to authorities, the mother went inside where her boyfriend worked. Police say she left the engine running with a seven-month-old and a one-year-old and a five-year-old inside the car. Now, that's all on her. How you leave a car? How you leave a car running with a seven-month-old inside? Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, well, ain't nobody going to take three kids. <laughs> like, who wants that trouble? <laughs> you know, like. I mean, it's sound reasoning, I If it was guess. just one kid, no. I no, what was she? What was she doing? Uh, well, let me, uh, let, I don't know. I think she was going to see her boyfriend. Moments later, police say a man got into the vehicle and drove away. The couple were able to catch up to the 50-year-old 54-year-old carjacker after he got stuck in traffic. The suspect reportedly tried to run away, but the boyfriend caught up with him. He and other men in the neighborhood then reportedly began punching and kicking the suspect. The suspected carjacker was found unconscious by medics with severe head injuries. He was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. The district attorney's office will decide if the father will be charged in the case. Ooh. The beating was reportedly captured on security video. Authorities are still searching for the other men involved. This is bad. Mm. Nobody's mad at the father for in the heat of the moment. Someone drove off in the car with three, your three, three kids. kids. I get that. But then you start delivering street justice that, that leads to uh, death. I don't know. <sighs> It would be hard if I was sitting on the jury. I'd have to go by the law, man. I, I, I don't. I, I, you can't do that. We can't have people taking the law into their own hands. We cannot do it. Yeah. Even, even if it's uh, to save a life. Yeah, to save a life or like a you have to. Yeah. Well, at that point, they had saved the lives when they caught the guy. True. And, and then they started. They, the lives were saved. They could have called the police. We, I'm chasing a guy who so has my kids. You got that adrenaline, Kevin. Okay, and that adrenaline will. It, when you're doing about 10 years, that adrenaline, <laughs> it'll wear off. Well, they, they might be lenient on the father, but the the other men that joined in. They're not going to be lenient on any of you them. Know, do you think they are? You all? can't just beat someone to death in the middle of the street. I agree. I agree. I know. I know it sounds. I agree. You can't, though. Yeah. Now, 
I'd like to see what happens to this guy. It will be interesting. I mean, what you have to look at is the the mentality or the evil of a person willing to steal a car with three kids inside. To me, this the circumstances are so weird. What are the chances of this lady pulling up with three kids in a car to get out and some random 54-year-old guy walks by and, oh, and happens to want to have take the kids and uh, I but don't I don't think he wanted to take the kids. I don't either. And maybe he didn't maybe they were sleeping in the back. I don't know. I, I do think that carjackers pretty much would have surveyed those kind of places to waiting for somebody right. yeah to, to but, leave a car running. Was he a carjacker? Sorry. Or was yeah, he, he was just a car, a, he jumped in the car. What, and, and no, drove. but was he just a regular guy walking down the street and just did something stupid? That got real stupid and he well, got beat well, to death. How many regular people just jump in somebody sometimes, else's car? Sometimes people do dumb stuff, man. We have a whole thing called the internet that's fueled I, I, off of people doing dumb yeah, stuff. But that's, but that's criminally dumb. Yeah, but sometimes people do dumb stuff and it's crim. Okay. You know what I mean? You no, I don't. This, you, you, that's grand theft also. I know, but that's just a weird set of circumstances. I don't think. And you're saying you don't think he wanted the kids? No. Well, no. then he could have picked a million cars. Yeah. Why didn't he get out of the car? I guess we I guess we'll never know where he was going, why he was in such a hurry. Well, he what? He was in traffic, right? <laughs> he got stuck in traffic. This is he had to be damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> There's something else to this story. We're not we're gonna hear some more details. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. Uh Dayline, Ocaloosa County. I got a lot of stories coming out of Ocaloosa. It's all Florida. This man. is a sad one too. A sad one. A Tennessee man died within forty eight hours. After he contracted a flesh-eating bacteria while visiting his daughter in Florida. In her emotional Facebook post, uh, Cheryl Bennett Weigel described the circumstances before her father's death. Uh, flesh-eating bacteria sounds like an urban legend. Let me assure you that it is not. It took my dad's life, she said. Less than 48 hours after getting out of the water, feeling great, the bacteria had destroyed him. Uh, last week, the parents who are from Memphis went to stay with her in Okaloosa. They were out in the bay on a boat near Crab Island. Went to the beach in Destin twice, splashed around Turkey Creek, and swam in Boggy Bay. Damn, they was in a lot of water. Yeah, they were just, yeah, they didn't <laughs> I mean, have. It was, uh, let me give you that again. Went to the beach in Destin twice, splashed around Turkey Creek, and swam in <laughs> Boggy Bayou, uh, all while in a boat near Crab Island. When my <laughs> that's, that's a full day right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, her father stayed up late on a Friday night and watched the movie. He was happy and talkative, seemed to feel fine as he did all week, the daughter said. But around 4 a.m. on Saturday, uh, 12 hours after the family was in the water, the father awoke with fever, chills, and some cramping. Her parents decided to go to the hospital and uh, because the father also has cancer, so his immune system was compromised. She said he'd battled cancer for many years and had been in the water several times, so it didn't seem like a risk at the time. And that's but why I don't yeah. get in that nasty water. You can, I mean, there's a lot of reasons not to, but that's uh, having cancer or having a compromised immune system is chief. If you have a compromised immune system, you should never, ever get in any type of water well, outside of your bathtub. Yeah. You. Well, I'm only I mean, allowed right? to. I'm a, wait, right. Yeah, right. But yeah. I'm only allowed to get in. I can get into pools that are uh, properly chlorinated. Not like your average. Right. The best scenario for me would be like to get into your pool. It right. couldn't be like a group pool. It couldn't be like a community. It, it pool. could be, but I don't know what their standards are because they go with the minimum. And people who have pools in the in their own backyard, they usually keep them up to the proper standards. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, and yeah. there's not a lot of people going into like a private pool. It's just like a couple of people. It doesn't matter like, the number of yeah. people. Oh, it's okay. just a matter that I don't trust 
But you're right. I don't want to get in there with a bunch of people peeing in the pool. And stuff. Yeah, sure. right, right. You but then it. I can get in the ocean too, which seems like the riskiest place to get. That is definitely. I can't right. get in a river or a lake. Thank God, no interest. Right, right. Uh, I think a lake actually might be the more risky. It is the most, but the yeah. ri- the, the river too. I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, file this one under Gotcha Bitch. Uh, Dateline, Centerville, Texas. A Texas sheriff says an 84-year-old woman has been arrested for the murder of her husband back in 1984. Yep. And it was a reality TV show that helped, helped crack the cold case. Uh, Leon County Sheriff Kevin Ellis said Wednesday the arrest of Norma Albatron was aided by the program Cold Justice, a reality-based television show where investigators dig up unsolved cold cases. Uh, the arrest of Al Britton marks the show's 44th arrest, according to Cold Justice producers. Look at, look at. Yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> Can't be murdering, fired. and you can never outrun the long I, arm of the law. I, I, well, she 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 had a pretty good sprint on him. Yeah, she and she murdered him in 1984, so she had 30 odd years mm-hmm. of freedom. She 84 now. Yeah, yeah. What? She probably enjoys three hots in the car. I would lock her. <laughs> she ain't got to do them. Mow the lawn. I would lock land. her ass in um, <laughs> solitary confinement, and she'll get 23 hours locked down. <laughs> uh, yeah, producers of Gold Justice to say the episode featuring the case will air early next year. Uh, and then finally, remember the teen that was denied a job at Six Flags because of his hairstyle? Oh, yeah. He had like a dredge He or had dredge, yeah. Dateline, Fort Worth, Texas. The teenager who was turned down for his summer job at Six Flags over Texas because of his dreadlocks is now pursuing a modeling career. Carrion Washington applied to work at the amusement park in March and during the interview process was told he'd need to cut his dreadlocks. Six Flags staff told Karen that his dreads were considered an extreme hairstyle, which was uh, per address code policy. Mm. He chose to keep his dreads and didn't want to compromise his identity for a temporary job. Uh, the story eventually caught the attention of Corey Castor, head of development at Los Angeles-based IMG Models, and she believed he had the moxie to become a model. She contacted him on Instagram, passed this information on to Jones Model Management, and now, look, check out the guy. He's a good-looking kid. Okay. That's yeah, he, you know what? That's he, he, much better than that story where they made they cut the dude's dreads nah, off. Yeah. That's that, that's still one of the worst stories I've ever I haven't said. heard a good dread story in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well this is a good dread one right there. Brother gonna be pimp yeah. right there. So that's it and that's the more better. All right.